0: Let's get hyped. It's crab cakes and football. That's Maryland, Maryland, Nebraska. Coast. BC, you ready? I am. You excited to get to a coast? When's the last time you were on a coast?
1: Mm,
0: I don't know. A year ago? I, I think don't they know. They just have turtles everywhere there. I have to yeah. Just turtle everywhere. The campus is just full of turtles. Mm-hmm. Like they just roam. Like Nebraska's is full of feral cats. <laughs> Maryland's. Maryland's is just feral turtles. Feral turtles. And they're just,
2: mean. Just slowly taking care of the mouse yeah. population.
0: Like you're trying to just, you know, hang out in a green space on campus and the turtle comes by and it's just snapping at you. It's not fun. Just eating lettuce. No.
2: <laughs> just eating a big piece of lettuce.
0: There's just like little lettuce bins that you can pay a quarter into and then throw it out at the the turtles. I'm excited for this. I'm sure it's it's not like this at all, but I'm excited nonetheless. Nebraska plays Maryland on Saturday. This is a game before the year that I had circled as a trap game for Nebraska. Uh, that has not played out in the way that I anticipated that it might. I was thinking Nebraska coming off of an important game against Wisconsin before they play an important game against Iowa, having to go to Sleepy College Park, Maryland, probably a twelve, you know kick, twelve local time there kick. That could be the kind of game that bites Nebraska in the butt. But Nebraska goes into this four and six, Maryland goes into it three and seven. And Ryan Held today said that this game is Nebraska's Super Bowl. Wow.
2: Yeah. He's a I mean, he kinda is. I mean he, No,
0: and, and like I'm not saying that as like any sort of joke or anything like that, but like that's the, the mentality that they're trying to get their players to have this week. And someone had asked if there was some concern that Nebraska might overlook Maryland coming off of Wisconsin and the uh, you know playing against a team like that Maryland the struggles that they have that you might just go into this game thinking you're gonna win and Held was very much we shouldn't think we can beat any like no. something along those yeah you know that we we shouldn't think that we can show up and beat anybody kind of an attitude so that's where the Super Bowl well right. to Ryan Held to
1: Ryan Held's point we talked about this leaving the stadium Saturday. Uh, where Nebraska football is right now, they have, they have the, at that point, it was 13, over the next 13 days, you know, they were going to play two games. And over those 13 days, they could dramatically change the mood around here by beating Maryland and beating Iowa and having bowl eligibility and all that. And so, um, th- there is a lot to play for, for this team in this game. And if they lose, man, it's going to be a it's a long trip home.
2: Losing to that team. Let me, let me take you guys back to the week two, week three of the season um, when Nebraska was rated number 25 in the AP poll. Cove 25 um, they were. Um, and then week three, the Maryland Terrapins sitting there at number 21 in the country after a beatdown of Howard and uh, an upset of then number 21 Syracuse. They're just upset; they, they spanked them. Um, yeah, sixty-three that, twenty. That, anyways, that, that's that's what makes this game weird to me. Is like both of these teams. I think if they, it's like if, if you have just enough kind of dry leaves, and and you you hit that spark just right. I mean, they they might be able to to play some decent football in this game. Um, I suspect that it's probably going to be a little bit of a flailing slugfest, but it, uh, it's just interesting how both for both of these teams that we thought were going to get better as the season went along and uh, by this point would be playing good football, it doesn't seem to really be holding true. So someone on the message board
0: made this comment and it made me laugh, so I'm just going to steal it and say it on here. For Nebraska this weekend, it's very much a, against Maryland, it's very much a battle of the stoppable force versus the movable object. And that Maryland's offensive line is atrociously bad. And Nebraska's pass rush, largely not very good. Mm. So, on one hand, I think that that is a big advantage for Nebraska. Uh, because I do think that Maryland will struggle to move the ball on the ground unless they go to the quarterback run game. And that is where they may end up taking things. I don't know how much Jackson you're going to see. I mean, you have, you have uh, Pigramy? How is it pronounced? Pigram? Pigram. Pigram. Uh, you have Pigram, you have Jackson. They're similar um, throwing, but uh, Pigram-y, uh, a much better running quarterback. Pigram. 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 Yeah,
1: he's dangerous with his feet. What strikes me about Maryland, I thought coming into this season, their skill guys were going to light it up a lot more, like which they did the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But like Anthony McFarlane was like an 1,000-yard guy a season ago. I don't claim to know the whole story about Maryland football. I don't pay that much attention to him throughout the year. But, you know, he's just, right now he's sitting at 445 yards. Um, Javon Leakes, their top guy, was 636 rushing. So they're sort of like Nebraska in the sense that they don't have that 1,000-yard um, bell cow going. Uh, but I do think they got some skill guys that if Nebraska is not careful in space with, could make it a bad day for you, though. I, I, I've i always thought that about Maryland football. Maybe it's because Stephon
2: Diggs went there. I don't know. So Maryland right right now comes into this game 84th in the country against the run. They are 114th in the country against the pass. They are 107th overall in total defense, giving up 443 a game. And 114th in scoring defense, allowing 34 points per game. Uh, it seems that based on the trajectory, very short trajectory, that Nebraska's offense is on based on how they played against Wisconsin, they could probably put up some points in this game. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think it's fair. Do you think that Maryland will also put up some points on Nebraska's defense? Mind you, Maryland's Maryland uh, comes in 102nd in the country in total offense.
0: I mean, they're going to struggle to move the ball because they're going to struggle to to block long enough to be able to get downfield. I mean, part of the problem for Anthony McFarland is that they've been trailing so much in games that they can't really commit to run, and then they don't have a very good offensive line. I mean, these, these teams are similar in this regard. Both coaching staffs have spent the last month really scouting the junior college ranks. Maryland uh, is going after more junior college players than ever, um, and Nebraska certainly we saw... Have made somewhere in the neighborhood of now close to probably twenty total junior college offers, so uh, both of these teams have some real holes on their roster. The difference is I think Nebraska is a little healthier i think I, well I know they're they're much healthier i mean the some of the guys that Maryland lost before the season during the season they lost some very good players uh, and they lost some good skill position guys on both sides of the ball uh, but Nebraska's healthier, I think they have been clicking a little bit more offensively. Uh, the Purdue week wasn't a great example, but they still put up 27 points in that game. They could have put up more. The Indiana game, they could have put up, put up, could have put up more points. They still scored in the 30s. I expect Nebraska's offense to play
2: well on Saturday. Maryland in its last three games, and they're coming off of a bye, has scored 10 points, 7 points, and 14 points. And over that stretch, given up 52, 38, and 73. Um, the other thing that of note statistically, uh Nebraska among the worst in the country in red zone offense, hundred and twenty-first. not a surprise. Actually found one of the teams that's uh, worse than Nebraska, Maryland, hundred and twenty seventh uh in red zone offense. So they're
1: Yeah, something. They're peers. <laughs> sitting at the wrong table. Yeah. Where it gets a little tricky for Nebraska though is Maryland's coming off a bye. This is their last home game, so I feel like for them, Super Bowl talk. It probably they probably are saying the same thing. Like, hey, this is a game you could win to get you know one more win this season. Um, and the problem Nebraska football has had for the last few years is they're not a good football team, but there is still sort of that name attached. Yeah, attached. And so you're viewed as like sort of like, you know, when Indiana won in Lincoln, they made a big stinking deal about it in their locker room that they won here, even though Nebraska's not a great team. And that's because they view it as like a pelt on the wall. Like, look, we got this, even though it's not Ohio State right now or anything like that. It still is something if you're trying to build a program, you can kind of say, yeah, we we beat Nebraska. And uh, that's where it's tough is because I do think you get teams a good shot from teams because they see you as a winnable game with a team that still has some of that name you know where if it's on the crawl people are like oh nebraska lost again you know that
2: sort of thing well you're also you know these types of games nebraska has not fared well in where you were you know probably a slight favorite there's a chance you're probably going to have an early lead a chance to close things out early that's where nebraska has tended to uh blow its toes off or whatever metaphor you want to use um, to, to um, not not be able to put the game away. So Why it's always about feet? I don't know. We need, we need a new cliche for that. I think I asked that on the board one time and was not very pleased with the answers that I got you didn't back. get anything good enough? Do better, board. <laughs> um, well, no, nothing that I could use in print, but... right. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that that it's a test in that way, too, is, you know, can Nebraska close out a game on the road uh, if it does indeed get a, a lead at any point in that game? This feels like Rutgers a few years ago. Yeah, it, w- I keep thinking that in my head. It feels like 2015 Rutgers. They
1: four and, Nebraska was 4-6 and, six and mm-hmm. uh, got a win, and it was kind of an ugly game where they, Nebraska was ahead, but it wasn't an easy win, necessarily. Well, or they but, went up early, and then you needed
2: the heave to Seaton Carter to right. close it out. Yeah. there was like a
0: twenty-one-seven win or something like that, right? Tommy played not well that yeah, day. Yeah, he threw
1: some picks. It was like a two-touchdown win, I think. Yeah. when it was all said you're up,
2: watching Old Dominion games like it was the freaking NCAA tournament <laughs> to see if they were going to get to that <laughs> sixth win.
0: Uh, you don't have that this year. No, 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 no APR Bowl coming for Nebraska. They're going to have to earn this one. Uh, I, you know, I think that they will come out and play pretty well on Saturday uh, I and I expect Maryland to be in the game like I don't think it's just going to be Nebraska shows up and they win this going away like I I think Maryland will be in the game for a while but I think Nebraska has found the one team on its schedule where it has bigger depth questions than they do um, and some other concerning issues as well so I I think Nebraska will play well on Saturday uh, and it sets up for what could be a fun last week, as it was in 2015, uh, when an undefeated Iowa came to town and Nebraska needed a win to get to a bowl game, but they didn't actually need that win at all. All right, let's get into prediction mode, gentlemen. To remind you, we will do a oddly specific prediction. Mm-hmm. We will pick a player that we expect to play well, mm-hmm. and then we will provide a prediction of the winner and a score. Okay. So no one will be caught off guard. Uh, I'm actually saying all of this to remind you so you can start thinking now about your potential answers. Okay. Everyone good? I'm, I'm ready. All right. You're ready? Yep, yeah, Brian. We're great. starting with Brian. Got the T. Brian, what, what is your oddly specific prediction? Nebraska will
1: Nebraska will not give up a kick return. That's not the thing. But they will block a punt. Oh. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of the kid I wanted to say was going to block it. Uh, Isaiah Stalberg. No, no, no. Well, he's a good name, though. Austin, Austin Allen. Allen. You know, Austin Allen is due for something like that.
0: But who was the... Brooks was it Eli mad.
1: Sullivan? Who you're not allowed the, to talk about Austin Sullivan, Allen in this segment. I think old Sully, Captain Sully, is going to get another one.
0: Kay. Captain Sully. <laughs> yeah. He's going to land the plane on that punt.
1: <laughs> look at me now. He's going to get up and say, look at me now. Do you think no, that's that, the wrong movie. That, you're, you're, <laughs> just, you're
2: just mashing all Tom Hanks' movies into like one super...
1: He still could do that, though. He could still do that. That's my oddly specific. He's going to do the same thing and confuse it and say, look at me now after he blocks the play. Is
0: Eli Sullivan a senior?
2: No, I think he's a junior.
0: I want one moment where he (laughs) makes a big play and then he does sort of the airplane thing. Like, I feel like that needs to happen at some point. Uh, I'll go next so Brun says a little bit more time. I think at some point on Saturday, my oddly specific prediction is that Nebraska will lead this game by three scores. Wow. They haven't done that to anybody since...
2: Northern Illinois?
0: Northern Illinois. So I like Nebraska to uh, to get out to a big lead at some point on Saturday. I'm not sure I'm quite ready to say that they hang on to the three-score lead in its entirety, but uh, they will be up by at least 17 points
2: wow. on Saturday. I my oddly specific prediction is Adrian Martinez is gonna throw three touchdown passes. He's gonna throw to three different recipients of those those passes. One being Connevai Noah, <laughs> another, another being another being J D. Spielman, the third being Jack Stoll. But Noah didn't practice this week. Well that's he's, a, true. he's a gamer. He's a gamer. Maybe I'll <laughs> I'll I'll slide in Cade Warner for Noah. Okay. We'll give you both of them. Noah, Spielman, stole. If you get three out of those four, we'll count it as a win. Okay.
0: All right. uh, Who brunts as a player that you expect to have a good game on Saturday?
2: I think that Adrian Martinez is going to have a great game on Saturday. I think we're going to see a closer version uh, to 2018 Adrian than what we saw against Wisconsin. I think he's going to go for 375.000 yards of total offense uh with four four scores accounted for so I, i'm picking adrian martinez to have a good game
0: i will go with khalil davis to have a double sack effort on saturday that is four big Macs for you two sacks for khalil davis
2: that's what they get that's that's not how that works though they don't, it's not how they it works work, but they right. just
0: wanted to just go with it okay oh, okay thank you
1: <laughs> um I'll say just to bring up the topic, I think cam Taylor Britt will have a a pick oh playing out of more of like a corner spot, and this kind of brings us into that subject because people have noticed perhaps that you know basically Boodle's now working at safety more or less. He
0: played some corner though yeah they Saturday did
1: they're too. moving they're moving Boodle around um. But I think Boodle probably has a little bit better understanding of the defense maybe at this point in his career, and so it helps with him and Dismuk back there. Dismuk's playing hurt, so is Taylor Britt. But I'll say Taylor Britt, who made those plays early on in the season, makes another uh, big play at some moment that kind of gives Nebraska the distance it needs. Is he going to house it? No, but it, it's going to be like one of those, like, you know, Maryland's maybe driving and it's the game's kind of precarious and Taylor Britt
0: makes the play. All right, score prediction time. I'll go first. I said that, I don't remember when I said this. I think it was after the Colorado game that I would need to see Nebraska win twice by double digit points before I made another prediction that they would win by double digit points. Liar. I'm lying.
2: Look at you now.
0: I think Nebraska is going to win this game going away mm-hmm. on Saturday. I do think Maryland hangs in for a little bit, but Nebraska finishes out strong, uh, probably as good as they've looked in a while. And I will say, a 46 to 21 victory for Nebraska on Saturday, blowout city. Jeez. Grab your crab cakes, enjoy your football. You're a
2: 25 point win. Yes,
0: <laughs> that's confidence. What? It's confidence in the boys. Maryland's bad. I'm talking I, to people that cover Maryland. I, there's not I a lot understand of that. Expectation.
2: What in the name of Boomer Sison's going on here? Go. What do
0: you
1: say? You, me? Yeah. All right. 38 uh, 27 Nebraska. Um, anxious moments, but Adrian, I think, will play well. I think they'll get Diedrich going. No Wandale, I'm thinking. I don't know. Uh, that's what I say. 38-27. I, uh, I agree
2: that Nebraska is going to win this game. I think I'm not nearly as confident as Schaefer with a 25-point win, but I will say uh, Nebraska 37, Maryland 23.
0: All right, right. Three, uh, three predictions of victory, three predictions of double-digit wins. We'll see if Nebraska actually shows up on Saturday. And... We'll see about a potential third shift podcast. We're kicking around some ideas with this one being on the road as to what it's going to be.
2: It could be a solo podcast. had throwing that out there, too. Yeah, I I, I don't know that you want that. You guys could just huddle around a microphone in your downtown Washington, D.C. hotel room. Or one of us could go to the lobby and shout, and the other one's in the the room
0: and shouting. It could all work.
2: (laughs) Why is everybody shouting? (laughs) Well, they have to.
0: You get the best audio possible. All right, we'll be back with a podcast on Saturday recapping Nebraska's game against Maryland, and we will be back next week before Thanksgiving to get you both fired up for the Iowa-Nebraska game on Black Friday and to discuss the week that was on the Husker 24-7 podcast.